Uh, my name is Natasha Banks and I am a naval architect at the RNLI. A naval architect is the design authority on basically anything lifeboat. Anything that comprises of the boat itself, so the hull, the superstructure, the stability of the boat is us and also we have authority over what equipment goes on board, checking it's fit for purpose, it meets required regulations, all of that stuff. So basically anything on the boat is our remit really. In terms of what I do, I specialise in stability. That's probably my main role. Um, and recently I've taken up kind of technical ownership over critical safety equipment. So I look after life jackets, life rafts, all of that stuff. I joined the Naval Architecture team as a junior Naval Architect, uh, which was my first job out of uni. Um, and then I think it was about two months ago, I got promoted from a junior Naval Architect to a full Naval Architect. So I actually grew up rowing. That was my main route into, I guess, boats. I did a bit of sailing. I did a couple of sailing courses when I was younger, but rowing was really my main way in. So I think it was in school that I decided I wanted to do something technical, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do. At school, I love maths, I love science. My favorite subject was DT. I liked being able to build stuff. I liked sketching and then actually having something at the end of it. But I didn't really know engineering was an option for me until I think I was about 13, 14, where my mum spoke to me about being an engineer because she was an engineer. She studied mechanical engineering at uni and then graduated to work as an engineer for Rolls-Royce. When I decided I wanted to do engineering, I applied for an Arkwright Engineering Scholarship. So it was a, it's a charity funded scholarship for people who want to go into engineering but aren't necessarily sure what they want to do. I, you apply for it in year 11 and then you're awarded it over sixth form, it's two years. And they give you kind of grants for doing extracurricular activities to do with STEM. They give you a mentor to help you decide what you want to do. And through that, my mentor introduced me to a lecturer of naval architecture from Southampton University. And then hearing my background and realizing that I didn't really know what I wanted to do, he said, have you ever thought about naval architecture? I'd honestly never heard of naval architecture before. Um, and he said, why don't you come to Southampton? I'll give you a tour. I'll tell you about naval architecture and you can see whether it's for you. I went along to it, got the tour of the facilities. He told me about modules I could study, different areas I could go into. And I just thought, this is for me. This is so cool. I want to be able to design boats. Yeah, I thought it was amazing. The reason that I ultimately chose the RNLI was because how hands-on the role is. I very much have, own, well, now I have ownership over my design, but I am also doing design work. So since I've been here, I have developed products or bits of equipment which are now on boats. Whereas in kind of other industries, especially when you come in as a junior naval architect role, you are working on a tiny bit of a bigger, a bigger bit of equipment or a bigger boat. And there's kind of less visibility on what you've actually created, if that makes sense. You're given so many opportunities 
like right from the get-go you hit the ground running when you get here they're like here you go here's a project here's something that we want you to design and yes you don't have design responsibility for it someone else takes it on for you you are still the one doing all the design work so when you then see it as a final bit of equipment you know that it's 70% yours since I've been here I have volunteered at I think four or five STEM events that we have and there's a lot that we do annually so there's the National Manufacturing Day that we have um, in which local schools can come in and um, do STEM related activities uh, they we give talks about what we do as engineers here uh, they get a tour of the facilities that kind of thing so I've done that twice now and then we also have Women in Engineering Day so that's focusing on girls schools that come in and they meet all of the uh, female engineers that we have we buddy up with a school and get to talk to them about what they want to study and going to university or doing an apprenticeship and giving them advice and just telling them how we did it. Um, and then again, that's kind of a similar thing. They do STEM related activities. I think the last women in engineering we did, they had to build a bridge and to hold a certain number of washers and whoever's bridge could hold the most amount of weight won. So they all got rated, rated and scored and stuff like that. And then we do the Bournemouth Air Show, which I volunteered at. So we have a STEM stand um, for any, like little kids can come up and do a little activity or people can come and ask us about what we do at the RNLI, what our job involves. Obviously, one of the key turning points in me becoming an naval architect was me getting the Arkwright Engineering Scholarship. And because of how integral that scholarship was into me being where I am now, I really want to give back. So I've just been accepted as a mentor for the programme. So hopefully next year in the cohort of the sixth form students, I will get assigned a mentee and then I can help he or she decide what they want to do with their lives. I would say that being an engineer, there is so much opportunity for you to go into anything engineering is everywhere it's all around us every day you will interact with something that an engineer has helped design so all you need to do is just research see what's out there try and get involved in taster days taster experiences ask your teachers at school because some of them may have been engineers you never know and honestly the more you throw yourself into activities and finding out about the breadth of engineering the more you can either go okay that's not for me or you may end up finding something that really excites you and you're really passionate about and then you know you've decided where you want to go I think I'm definitely going to stay in naval architecture and marine engineering I am very passionate about it I don't really see myself going anywhere else um, I think for me I love the RNI I'm really happy here I'm very excited to see where that takes me and I already know of some cool projects that I'm going to be able to do next year. So that's going to be really exciting, kind of owning my own projects, which I haven't before. I'm Robin Fitzgerald, B-Class Atlantic 85 Helmsman with RNLI Jersey and you've been listening to part of the RNLI's 200 Voices collection. To hear more remarkable stories, head to rnli.org forward slash 200 voices or subscribe to the RNLI wherever you get your podcasts.
Thank you. Two Hundred Voices is an adventurous audio limited production for the RNLI.